2: And welcome to the wrestle talk podcast i am luke owen dad and this week i'm joined by sullivan Beau Brown. hello how are you doing i'm very well how are you yes i'm very very good thank you mm-hmm. hot off your successful brighton appearance oh yes it's appearances <laughs> yes. run of shows yeah yeah I'd, i started that sentence without really knowing where i was at. i knew my emphasis <laughs> The rough idea. I had a rough idea. I was like, well, I know exactly what I'm trying to say.
3: <laughs> hey, you know what? You got the gist. I more I'm more or less got there. Yeah, yeah. How, exactly. how did you find it? Oh, it was great. Brighton Fringe is, is a weird one because Edinburgh Fringe, the whole city gets taken over. Brighton Fringe, it's, it's sort a of, pub. It's a pub. <laughs> and you're sort of like, I guess this is going on. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, Uh, there is something happening here. (laughs) There's definitely something happening here. And uh, I don't care about it if I'm a Brighton local. But it was good fun. Um, We had good audiences, a nice review. Um, Yeah, everything we wanted out of it we got, and that was good. Good. So do you feel like you're now ready for, for Edinburgh? I think so, yes. Yes. The big one's really London, in a sense, actually. The London preview is really going to be nerve-wracking. Well, when is it? Plug away, Solomon. When oh, is it? July 27th, if you want to come along. Yeah. It's in central London. It's in Covent Garden. And, uh, and yeah, we've got over 100 seats to fill. So please come along, please, everyone. Tickets are available... At some point. Okay.
2: <laughs> I'm not sure if they're available now. <laughs> also, I'm not sure. Do I need to buy a ticket? Or am I, am I on some sort of special guest list? Uh, I would,
3: if if there is one, then you will be. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I will just buy a ticket. It's like <laughs> Well, if we can get one, then you will. But, well, thank you kindly. Um,
2: I, uh, I was going to quickly check the emails and see if we had anything to read through, but I also mm. wanted to uh, tell you a, a little story, Sal.: Oh, yes, please. So uh, when I got out of university, mm. so 2007,
4: mm.
2: I uh, had ambitions of being a filmmaker. Great. And uh, I, I obviously did not succeed in that field.
4: Mm. Uh,
2: however, I uh, made a film. Oh yes. I made a short, a forty five minute short. Oh. Um a, a zombie movie. Twas the style at the time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it it basically went through a very long post production period because me we all worked full time jobs. We were just sort of editing mm. in the evening. My girlfriend at the time did not really care that i was doing this thing and this passion project so i only like i basically spent one evening a week doing like edits on it and stuff with the editor okay. so it took a long time for us to finish it we eventually did finish it like a couple of years later mm. and then my, uh, my editor said oh by the way i've lost it all
3: <laughs> no no
2: I was like, what do you mean he's like uh, the whole safe file's gone so we'd have to start again from scratch i was like it took us two years to get <laughs> to this point <laughs> I don't even know if we've still got the DV tapes because that. That uh, this was filmed on DV tapes yeah. as well like it was the style at the time it yes. was the only way at the time <laughs> um, and so all we had was one DVD copy of it mm. that was quite compressed already because it was meant to be sort of like a loose like you know small file of this so we can just preview this and then that's it so that was the only copy of the film that existed yeah I don't have contact with any of those people anymore, so I've just been telling people, "Oh yeah, I made the zombie movie." And it's like, "Oh, can I see?" It? It's like I've, I don't know where a copy of it exists. Yeah, yeah, absolutely not a blues clue. I swing to the actors; they don't have a copy of it either, and I just thought it was completely lost to time. Yeah, until. <gasps> my dad asked me to clear out the shed at their place because they're looking to knock it down. And he's like, yeah. some of your stuff's in there. And I was like, why is some of my stuff in there? Why isn't it in the barn with all the other stuff? Yeah. Which is sensible because that's a dangerous place to keep it. It's full of rats in there. Yeah. Mike's trying to get into it. Mm. They live out in the, the countryside. So I went in there and I was clearing out some boxes. Check what's in here found a load of stuff that I've been, I've been looking for the last eight years, being like, where the hell's this been? Oh, there's my Panasonic 3DO. I've been looking for that for years. <laughs> there's my Atari Jaguar at long last. <laughs> and in all of that, I found a DVD marked The Good, The Bad, and The Undead.
3: <laughs> Great name. Thank, Thank you. So good. Title first, plot second. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely oh can we have a screening of this film well here's the thing so
2: i whenever i've people have asked me about it i've always been quite embarrassed by it a it's a zombie movie so it's quite cliche but also hmm. b i think it's a bit rubbish <laughs> <laughs> All the ways and more to screen it. You know, I, I wrote it when I was twenty one. Oh. Exactly, right? Yeah. So like I'm like, uh oh, I'm 36 now. Like, <laughs> I'm not sure I'm the same person I was when I wrote that. I've seen pictures of myself around that time. I do not recognize that child. I don't know who that boy is. <laughs> uh so I, I have I've watched half of it mm. thus far because mm. I've I've ripped the DVD onto my laptop and I have put it into Premiere Pro, made it full screen. I think. <laughs> Losing, so- losing some of the quality, but there yeah. wasn't a lot of quality there to begin with, <laughs> both in terms of actual quality and quality of screen. um So I've watched about half of it. There's a couple of lines of dialogue where I'm like, oh dear, because <laughs> <laughs> I was saying to also, I'm just going to put up on YouTube, just a bit of a, a digital dumping ground. Yeah, uh, I'll just put up on there, and then people can watch and they can have a laugh. I won't be there when they watch it. Everyone can tell me how terrible it is, and that's yeah. absolutely fine. I if we do a screening of it, I don't think I want to be in the room. <laughs> Because I want to be be like, oh, oh god, no, oh, no, no, oh, no, oh, no, no. Um, but I am checking it just in case there is. I, I mean, I don't think there's anything cancelable cancelable in there. Yes, yeah, yeah. But what last thing I want to do is post it up there, and I was like, oh my god, I made a gay joke. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna
3: have to watch it. That's the thing. You well, have that's to watch it. it all so I've through. watched half of it,
2: um, and you know, there are actually parts of it that are like this has aged better than mm. i thought it would have done mm. and so far none of the characters have said anything particularly questionable <laughs> that's good there is one line i can't say it here because <laughs> it's, i mean there's three different swears in it
4: <laughs>
2: Brilliant. <laughs> and i watched it i was on the train last night i went hmm. <laughs> i don't think i would script a female character to say that these days <laughs> <laughs> Uh, But when we get into the outro portion of it uh, Mm. The outro portion of this podcast um, Would you like to see the action sequence? I would
3: love to see the action sequence (laughs) Absolutely I would I would love to see it so much So
2: so Let's get to the main portion of this show Yeah, Um, We're talking about Raw uh, Talking about Seth Rollins Making AEW references in Mm. his promo Excellence it was Here is the show we're going to kick things off talking about the what i would think is quite comfortably the best thing on this episode of Brawl. yeah i thought this segment was absolutely awesome yes i thought both guys one more so than the other mm-hmm. really knocked it out the park mm-hmm. and i thought the brawl they had had some really good intensity and had some really good fire and i thought it was excellent for two reasons which we'll get into uh shortly but just to recap Rhodes, Cody Rhodes came down. Mm-hmm. No countdown to Cody this week. He just yeah. just came out. Yeah. What the hell? They were counting down to something else instead. He's been superseded by a different countdown. <laughs> yeah. From what's going on. I don't know. Poor old Cody. So anyway, yeah. no countdown to Cody this week. He said Cody came out. It's about sort of the top of the first hour, I think, and he cuts his usual Cody Rhodes promo. Mm-hmm. My dad was Dusty.
4: Yep.
3: <laughs> Do you remember Do you- <laughs> who my dad is? Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes was my dad's name. NXT, Seth Rollins is an NXT. Yeah. Brings me over to Seth
2: Rollins. I think Cody is almost struggling because he's been in the same feud now for like three months. He's yeah. like, well, I've said everything I need to say about him. <laughs> There's not much else to say. Yeah. So I'll just reiterate the point. <laughs> My dad's Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> Once again, Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> then Seth Rollins comes out. Seth Rollins does this from the crowd. I don't quite know why, but he did it from the crowd and he had some amazing lines in this mm. the two ones that we want to sort of highlight were the two big AEW references yeah. because since Cody has come back we haven't really like alluded to it no like he, we've said he's been gone for six years yes we haven't seen him for six years mm-hmm. one of the commentators I don't know why he said he hasn't wrestled for six years yeah. <laughs>
3: He might have ring rusted. Yeah, exactly, days. yes. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. It was the pay-per-view, wasn't it? It was a yeah. sort of backlash. Yeah. And Kevin Owens, the next week on Raw, was like, why'd you say that? That was <laughs> a really weird thing to say. He's wrestled loads. <laughs> um, but, like, they haven't really said. I, I would have thought out of the gate, mm. they would have made some, like, oh, we know where you've been. We know yeah. what
3: you've been doing. But this was, like, the first time they've said anything about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. It's very. It's. it's, it's it was, it was quite exciting. Like, yeah. it, it was like, oh, yeah, 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 get into that. Yeah, so what Seth Rollins said, I, I haven't got the, the exact quote here.
2: This is more or less what he said, mm. that you left here six years ago. He yeah. was fired, but we'll, we'll step yes. over that you yeah. know, in the storyline. You left six years ago, mm-hmm. and you and your friends, you and your little friends,
4: yes. I love that little little yeah. friends, mm.
2: were trying to tear down what I was building. Yeah. Talking about, you know, you left this company and then you started a rival promotion to try and tear down what I believe is the greatest wrestling promotion on the planet. Mm. And I was like, it didn't get the big, Oh, reaction from the crowd. But I think there was a good portion of people at home that understood the reference that would have had that big reaction. And that's one of the things I really liked about this promo was, and the references that you made, the second one we'll get into in a second, wasn't like a, it was big enough that the hardcore audience would be like, "Oh, that's amazing! He made an AEW reference." Yeah, but it was subtle enough that a casual fan, well, it would just will would go straight over their head. And yeah. They'd be like, "Cool, grand." That's yeah, yeah he did something, and I, 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 that's a reason for them to have a fight. Yes, they're not sad. They're being like, "What's he talking about?" <laughs> Yeah, like if you've never heard of an AEW, you, yes. you would you're not to Be like, oh man, I've no idea what he's talking about, and I'm now
3: really confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. It's um, it's yeah, it's it's a it's a very nicely done reference because so, there's so many things that if you go too hardcore, then people are just going to be like, what's going on here? Yeah, it, yeah, it's um, it's subtle enough. Yeah, like the the
2: the, the, the there's a night nice, there's a balance you've got to strike there, mm. and I think it's something that AEW don't do particularly well. AEW mm. just veer into the like you're all a hard audience you're all on the internet you're all watching
3: youtube videos yeah. here is the thing
2: yeah and they all go like oh my god i'm a hardcore wrestling fan and i watch all the youtube videos yes. i know what you're talking about yes.
3: <laughs> yes yeah absolutely absolutely and they'll just go oh Ooh. oh look look who this is yeah and yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. like oh my god look it's Brody king
2: yeah we just expect you all know him. and everyone goes like yeah we do know who that is yeah same with Danhausen and things like that I'm yeah like, yeah exactly. so it's it came to a different audience i think that's why this promo was so smart because this was a shoot promo for a wwe wider casual audience Mm. i thought it was pitched really perfectly yeah Yeah. the second line though i thought was so so great which is you don't get to take a sledgehammer to the throne Mm. and then come back here and try and take it from me yeah so good oh my god it's such a great line so so well constructed because it references the entrance that cody had at all out sorry at double or nothing
4: 2019
2: Mm. yeah i I don't, I'm going to double check was it double or nothing 2019 the chat might be able to help me out with this because yes. I wrote that in my notes mm. double or nothing 2019 and yep. I wrote my review and I, and I went and I presented everything and it's only now that I'm sitting there I was like oh I forgot to fact check that <laughs> oh I hope oh. that was a double or nothing 20,
3: if it was an all out so then I was like
2: it was a double or nothing 2019
3: <laughs> and Dick I'll tell you what man. I'm no help to you <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, everyone said I was right. Oh, <laughs> good, 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 good.
2: You, good. because I didn't check. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that a couple of times in reviews before. Oh, I'm bad for it at times. But we... I'm like, oh, that's something. I'll check that later. And by later, I mean a week later after <laughs> I post the video. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of wrestling to keep
3: up with, Luke. I
2: know, but the comments will let me know. Yes. Um But yeah, it's great because Cody did that entrance at Double or Nothing 2019 where they had literally like a Triple H throne. Yeah. And he came out with a sledgehammer, the the weapon of Triple H, and he destroyed that throne. Great symbolism to be like the, uh, you know, we're starting, we are coming after you. This is a war, wrestling war, the wrestling war is back, and you all overlooked me. Mm -hmm. And now look what I've created. Yes. Wonderful bit of visual. I think that, you know, some people at the time didn't. Some people thought it was great. Mm -hmm. Others thought it was a bit heavy-handed. Yeah, I think it could be both.
3: Yes, yes, yes. I think actually it
2: was a bit both. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was better than the golden shovel. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah,
4: (laughs) Yeah, definitely.
2: But I I, I thought it was a really nice line because it is just not a case of... you know, you don't get straight. To... It's coming back and taking it from me because mm. while Cody's been gone, Seth has been the guy that's been, he ascended through NXT, Dusty's NXT mm. and like christened to be the next top guy in this company. Yeah. And this Cody fella has just walked back in here after everything that he did, after everything that he said, and he's been treated like this big
3: welcoming hero.
2: I thought it was a brilliant, brilliant promo. Yeah, absolutely.
3: And it's sort of, it, what was nice is that it, um, uh, it, 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 What it showed was that the two matches previous to this have affected Seth. And that's the that's a huge thing is that in a feud where you're facing the same guy three times, very, very easy to make it seem like, well, really, actually, the matches don't really matter at this point because yeah. they're just having the same match again. And it's nice that actually clearly they're affecting Seth and that he's going like more and more personal and more and more uh, digging into Cody and being like, actually, no, you're stealing this away from me now. This is, you know, and it's going to be it, it it what I think uh it makes you doubt for a second that yeah you know, maybe, maybe Cody won't because you know, i'm not entirely sure who's going to win this next match now i think i was a bit more like oh yeah yeah i think Cody will win again but actually i do actually doubt maybe seth will yeah. will win a, w- one of these three matches yeah he's got to win something too <laughs> <Yeah, exactly. laughs> well, that's
2: why i think that i said earlier though this promo was great from a two pronged attack but actually i think it's a three pronged mm. attack number 1 It adds some much needed heat to this feud. Mm. Because I think you're right. Like, you know, this is the third match in as many months. Mm. This feud has cooled off somewhat. And I think that when they announced they're doing a third match, there was like a, man, like, again, like, we're just, you know, Cody was like, we're just going to run it back. And just like, (laughs) welcome back to WWE, Cody. You just get to wrestle the same lad on three different pay per views (laughs) and not advance at all. And it was like, I was like, I'm ready for this to be done. Yes. And, this promo here, just right at the right point. This is the Go Home promo. Point two for this, has made me go like, oh man, I actually now want to see the match. Mm. Which is the point of a promo a promo. Yeah. It's promotion. Yes. And like this has really got like I before i watched the episode of Raw. Couldn't be asked. No, with no. Cody versus Seth. Three wasn't asked. I've seen them wrestle twice already, and Cody's mm. won both of them. Yep. So either Cody beats him thrice, or mm-hmm. Seth beats him once, and really nothing is gained. Yes. Like yeah. nothing's gained, nothing's lost. We're just, just going to move on with stuff. Mm. Or worse still, they'll do a fourth match. <laughs> Please don't do. A fourth <laughs> which you know, match. which I was like. <laughs> I mean, they kept saying on commentary, "This is it. This is the final match." You know, there's no more after this. And I'm like, well, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, if you're saying so. Yep. But having said that now, after this promo and then the brawl that they had here, Mm. you made the point of just like Seth needs this. Mm. And like that has now made me so much more excited for the match.
3: Yes, absolutely. The brawl was great as well. Oh. Oh, really intense. Really, really, really good. Because
2: Cody's just like, hey, why are we talking? Like, let's why wait till Sunday? Let's do the fight right now. Mm. So Seth sort of comes down to the ring and he's like, No, no, no. (laughs) We'll wait until Sunday. (laughs) Cody's like F this. Jets out of the ring, chase after him and they did this wild brawl around ringside. Loads of security come out. A wild Curtis Axel appears to, like, break up the fight. <laughs> and there's this mild, like, massively wild brawl and it was one of those brawls where they separate them, then one of them escapes from the, the yeah. security and goes to beat up and the crowd, <laughs> go, crowd were chanting, "This is awesome!" Yeah, they were not doing that by the end of the night, and uh, for understandable <laughs> reasons. But
3: <laughs> this, I felt, this was like one of the Hottest things on the show. Yeah, absolutely, it was my favorite thing in that, on the whole show. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to looking forward to actually watching the pay per view match now. Yeah, good. I, I really do think that it's just
2: I, I loved everything about this. Yeah. I thought they did a really, really great job of it. I'm actually curious. Should we do a poll, Mod mm-hmm. Mother? Um, can we get a poll up? Who do we think is winning on Sunday? Mm. Cody or Seth? Yes. Cuz I'm curious now. Mm. And I wasn't curious before. Nah. But after this promo, after Seth really sort of like detailing why he needs this mm. and like just laying it all on the line, this is why this is important to me. And yes. I think actually all the AEW references that he did in there are crucial Mm. to this seth rollins character and this sort of seth Rollins mission this isn't just oh i wasn't ready yes this is more a case of now like you've beaten me twice Mm. i don't want i i kind of had everything that i've been told for the last six years to be a lie yes
3: yeah yeah exactly yeah it it means it means more than just this feud if if seth loses this next match this is like Oh, I was like the prodigal son,
2: Yeah. I'm—that's being
3: taken away from
2: me. Exactly. Yeah, and considering yeah. like when
3: you know when Cody
2: came back, I think one of the commentators said the prodigal son returns. Mm. So like you know, the company—he was a Vince McMahon hand-picked opponent for Seth Rollins. Yeah. So the ego of Seth be like, am I not the golden goose anymore? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think it'd be very—I mean, currently Cody is storming the pole. <laughs> so, <laughs> poor Seth. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Oh no! Oh, well, Poor Seth. sucks to be you,
2: sir. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I am I, kind of unsurprised by it in a way because I think a lot of people are presuming that Cody's going to be going for the world title mm-hmm. in the summer. Yeah. So, like they need and, and it's funny like we kind of got uh, Roman's next few feuds say laid out because we got the the rumor the rumor has it mm-hmm. it's going to be Riddle at Money in the Bank, right? Then it will be... Uh, Drew, I think, then at Clash
3: of Clans. Clash of Clans? Clash of the Castle? Cl- sorry, yes, Clash <laughs> of the Castle. In a mold- Spo- mold sponsored mold. by Clash of Clans. <laughs> 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 what a boring match that would be. <laughs> Just going around
2: <laughs> ca- tapping to get diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, if I actually if I pay £50, pounds, I might get 5,000 diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> He's using in-app
3: purchases. <laughs> He's pulled out the credit card. He won't have to pay for that for at least a month. <laughs> Drew's trying to sit there and do it. <laughs> I've got Just a poor credit it. score, man. <laughs> Credit limits ah. low. Ah no, I can't eat it no more. <laughs> Fine,
2: you win. You've got as many. You've got too many speeds. I don't know what Clash
3: of Clans is. I never played I it. I never played it. <laughs> No idea what you're doing it. So, anyway,
2: so uh, next up we've got Red Lump May in the Bank. Yeah. And then it's then it's SummerSlam, isn't it? So it's Randy. Then it's SummerSlam. Then mm-hmm. Drew at Clash at the Castle. Mm-hmm. So people are coming. saying oh, I guess Cody is the next guy after that. But Cody feels like it's sort of what you might want to do at SummerSlam. You want mm. to do it at like a really big event. Yeah. So maybe I, I think that's why people are really on the, the Cody things. So are like, well, Cody's going to be going for the title. It's probably going to be him. Mm. But I don't know. Like, maybe this will they'll get that first loss out of the way.
3: Yeah. Because I, I I wonder whether. If you do it at SummerSlam, the only problem is is that because you've got Clash at the Castle and it seems so obvious that Drew is going to be facing Roman in that situation, do you save Cody for later because you kinda of know that Cody's not going to win? And, you know, you kind of know that anyway, but like and there
2: are some people who think Cody may win the belt. Maybe. Like there are some people that really do think that come the summer, Cody Rhodes will be your champion. Possibly. I mean possibly. It depends how much Roman's going into Hollywood. That's yes exactly, yeah. you know, now he's on this part-time schedule. It also depends on how much the company values Roman versus Rock with the belts on the line yeah. as opposed to just Roman versus
3: Rock with the family table on the line. Yes, yeah. And I think they want the belts as I th- well. Yeah, I was gonna
2: say, going to say go now WWE, it's the belts. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Well, let's see what you thought of uh, Monday Night Raw and our topic at hand in the Ultra Chat. Get in your Ultra Chat. Have your points heard. Join the conversation. Brasstalk.com forward slash support. This was left over from yesterday's uh, stream that we did because it came in after the stream had ended. Uh, But Young on Watch, in reference to AEW Double or Nothing, Mm -hmm. said, I wasn't impressed with all the sharpshooters at Double or Nothing. They looked badly executed until Punk attempted it. Well, that's because if you want a Bret Hart's boys, yeah then of course you're gonna do it real good. Yeah. If you're CM Punk and you've done you've watched like, you know, fifty thousand Bret Hart matches yeah. last week,
3: <laughs> you're probably gonna be able to do a really good sharpshoot. Yeah, though. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've yeah. seen every single one that's ever been done by Bret Hart. So that's fine. You've seen all the ones you've not seen.
2: <laughs> um on the subject of today's topic, however, Peter Mullins said, I love the referencing the competition. I love, that it's, um, I love that this is overt so that we aren't left wondering if they will acknowledge the wider scene. So, yeah, in summary, I love that you mentioned Simon Miller in the recap. <laughs> good job, Luke. Forbidden YouTube door. I did reference Simon Miller in that when I said here's why. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I very good joke, Peter. I liked it. <laughs> uh, right idea. Hey, yo. Rollins versus Rhodes is easily the best thing on Raw probably didn't need to break the barricade but that's just per- uh, personal peeve don't know if it's just me but i swear both divari brothers helped uh, were helping separate cody and seth hello sullivan hello <laughs> um i don't know if i saw uh, either of the uh, divari brothers yeah, there I'm but i'm um, sure yes i definitely saw michael mcgillicuddy
3: in there it's yes. like michael mcgillicuddy <laughs> it's just weird if that's it's
2: weird. Yeah, I think, I think he's trying out as a producer. It's like one of those sorts of like, you know, oh, look, there's Sugar Shane Helms out there. Yeah. And then I was, I was like, is that, is that Michael McGill? backwards, <laughs> go back five seconds. Is that Michael McGill? It is Michael McGill and Cuddy. <laughs> oh, yeah, he was trying out as a producer, wasn't he? Mm. Um, as reported by Factful Select. Uh, yeah, I easily the best thing on Raw for me yep. as well, particularly because like this was an episode of Raw, which we'll get into when we kind of review it. But, you know, Roman is your main guy. Mm. He's your champion. He's got both world belts currently a part-timer now yeah and he that means he's not and he hasn't been on raw since he since he won the belts so raw has been locking and lacking a top title Mm. Austin is getting some time off as well now hence the the injury angle that they've done so there's another top star that's gone and in the lead-up to wrestlemania it was brock lesnar it was charlotte flair both of them are gone as well like smackdown at the moment feels like a really dead show Mm. like if roman's not there You've literally just got Ronda Rousey. It's why they keep taking over Randy Orton and Matt Riddle. They're like, look, we need some star power over here. <laughs> Every match at Hell in a Cell is a raw match. Bloody there hell. There are no SmackDown matches at Hell in a Cell. That's crazy. It's insane, isn't it? Yeah. But that's, that goes to show, like, the only storyline that SmackDown really has at the moment is Madcap Moss versus Happy Corbin. But what,
3: what a storyline. <laughs> <laughs> what a story.
2: I'm glad that's going three months. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, We'll have one more here uh, from Charles Berg, who said, I'm so proud of Champa. He's proven that if you work hard and are consistently one of the best performers in every aspect, you can become a nobody jobber. (laughs) It's so inspiring. (laughs) Other than that, the show is okay. I did laugh when Dawkins High Fived The Miz.
3: Yes, I like that too. I
2: did indeed. so uh let's get into the rest of this episode of raw which i thought was i said this in my review so i'll put this out on front street now Mm -hmm. a perfectly fine two-hour show that unfortunately was three hours long yes absolutely yes and i think the themselves had booked a two-hour show and they were like what are we doing the third hour i don't know (laughs) 10 minutes of wrestling and then recap packages and promo videos for the army so many oh like i got through that third hour so quickly yeah because it's just like skip Yep. Skip, I've seen the skip, yep. skip, skip. Okay, here's a match. Right, that's done, skip. And actually, even when you got to the match, like Liv and Rhea made their entrances, and then there was this big 10-long-minute vi- video package for Memorial Day.
3: It was ridiculous! <laughs> and it wasn't even Liv. It, Liv was in the ring on her own for ages. I think Rhea then, was there as well. And then Rhea turned, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then they did another thing. Oh, it was
2: so many like alright skip, yep. skip that skip Good. that skip Number that skip that okay now we run down the paper card skip that skip that and then here comes Bobby <laughs> Lashley in the moss I'm like man is this really our main event <laughs> <laughs>
3: hey lads <laughs> we haven't thought this through <laughs> oh no they might chuck some furniture around <laughs> oh, I wonder dear. if someone will go through a table
2: <laughs> but I thought the show opened Quite hot, actually, because mm-hmm. you know it's talking about sort of the lack of star power that Raw might have. And mm-hmm. I think part of the problem they had is that they front loaded this first hour with all of the stars. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. because this first hour had Becky Lynch yeah. open up the show, followed by Asuka, followed by Bianca Belair. Becky Lynch, I thought, cut a really fabulous little promo here. Yeah, I love this character of Becky Lynch, I yeah. think she's so much fun. She runs on spite and coffee, <laughs>
3: <laughs> she's just. She's just like she's like a firecracker. Oh, in terms of like her just, she's gone. She's gone a bit loopy. She has, <laughs> and I mean, I, oh, so many things. Like she was like, oh, I don't collect. Co- some people collect coins. Some people collect
2: friends. I collect enemies. So like <laughs> yeah, Becky, I yeah. love that. And there was a moment when she shows Asuka winning Money in the Bank last year, yeah. and how then Becky used that to hand over the Men's Championship because mm-hmm. I let to create life like the God I am.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Becky Lynch talks like a banker from the '80s, in the sense that, like, it feels like something that's fueling her <laughs> promos. Oh, it's... It, it's not, for legal purposes, absolutely 100. It's not. But my god, it seems like <laughs> I loved. She... I
2: left here to create life, like the god like I god am. god I am. And because she, you know she's made the sort of a heel line, the crowd booed, and it sounded like they were booing childbirth.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Boo. Boo! Reproductive. No, not like that. Boo. You've got a baby. <laughs> Ugh, gross. <laughs> I bet it poos. Oh, no. <laughs> Disgusting. You're a mother. You're sickening me. <laughs> In Becky's world, is every person who's ever had a child a god? Only her. <laughs> okay, that's fair. <laughs> Everyone else is just following her lead. <laughs> She started it Including <laughs> her own mother
2: um, Asuka comes out Usually wonderful Asuka yeah. just, I, I I love Asuka sort of like high-fiving at the fans Be like, oh, hello, yes, yes, hello and high fiving, Calling her big-time baby Doing the big thing <laughs> Crying yeah. She's so funny Yes,
3: yeah, she's very fun uh,
2: And then Bianca Belair came out And then Bianca Belair said like, We've got a match to me, uh, me and Asuka mm. And she goes, and after you kicked me last week I've got some talking I want to do with you in the ring mm. And I'm like, yeah, it was an accident, right? Like <laughs> <laughs> I it it feel like a bit harsh I was like you thick mate like th- she didn't mean to kick you in the face <laughs> Becky Lynch sat on you on purpose and then she dug out the way and Asuka kicked you by accident and you were like you kicked me last week and I went like, I didn't mean to <laughs> yeah come on watch the tape give me a
3: break get out of town this is ridiculous
2: uh, anyway oh. they all brawled and that led into our match of Asuka versus Bianca Belair with Becky Lynch on commentary and I've written here which actually means we might get some good commentary for a change mm-hmm. I was right yeah um this is a good match. I think my only criticism to lobby at this is the finish, which mm-hmm. is Bel Air pinned Asuka clean. Yeah. Not great when you're leading into, you know, she's the number one contender to the Raw Women's Championship. She's yeah. got the title match this Sunday. Mm. Uh, particularly as well because she lost last week. Yeah. So if I'm building up a title contender... I wouldn't pin them twice in two weeks ahead of their
3: pay-per-view match. 100%. I I don't know why this match really happened in that sense. Like, I I get it. It sort of builds up the feud a little bit more. But, like, I don't... I don't... I, I think you should just keep them apart, because uh, then you don't get into this booking decision of, like, oh, do we pin the champion, or do we pin the contender? Do we do a DQ? Yeah, and like... all of those are bad options. Don't do the match! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're looking at was it, it's like, man, all three of these options are terrible. Yeah. Well, we're going to do one of them. <laughs> <laughs> There's no option four. <laughs> <laughs> do something else! <laughs> <laughs> do a different match if you want to, but, like, don't do this. Like, you know, I, I, I thought... I mean, because, it, it, yeah, the match was absolutely fine. I really like Becky on commentary. I like that she described herself as crafty. Um, I liked her glasses as oh, well. Wonderful glasses. Amazing glasses. She called herself a magician. She made
2: Bianca <laughs> Belair's title reign disappear in 26 seconds. Very good. <laughs> Very good. Very like good. That, a lot.
3: Um, but, yeah, an odd decision to uh, have Asuka lose this. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't want. I didn't want Bianca to lose this either. I suppose the best option is a DQ.
2: But we had two more of those later on. Like oh a...
3: yeah. Oh, I've got stuff to say about that. It's
2: pretty annoyed about that. um Up next, we had the Mysterions and Ezekiel <laughs> versus Kevin Owens and Alpha Academy. Mm-hmm. I have watched Ezekiel pin Chad Gable twice in two weeks, and I got a third one here. Yes. <laughs>
3: Yes. Yep. Very good. Cool. I liked that the commentators said um, that the match between Kevin Owens and Ezekiel will settle the dispute as whether Ezekiel <laughs> is and no, it won't. It will not settle it.
2: Yeah. It doesn't prove anything. No, Kevin Owens can still say no. I'm still
3: right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And Ezekiel can say no. My name's Ezekiel. Yeah. And no one gets beaten up and then they go all right. Yeah. i I'm. Um, um, Pauline Uh, Paul I'm I'm Phil I don't know you're not going to change change your whole name just because you got beaten up in a match yeah I mean who who
2: would change their match on a stipulation that would be a foolish thing to do (laughs) Adam um there was a bit of miscommunication where Kevin Owens accidentally super kicked Chad Gable, and that yeah. led to the finish. And then after the match, like Kevin Owens, I thought Kevin Owens' freakout was really entertaining. Yes. Really, really good. And like Alpha Academy sort like stared him down and stuff. So yeah. we'll see what that comes off at the pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we got the Cody Rhodes promo. Um, yeah. The only other thing I wanted to mention about this is that it's got one of my least favorite things in WWE, mm-hmm. which their edict is, uh, don't sell injuries. Mm. Which means beatdowns mean nothing. Yes. Because it makes everyone look stupid. Yeah. They did this big beatdown angle last week. They even showed a recap package of Cody Rhodes struggling to leave the ring and like, mm. oh no, I'll hand over my weight belt to this young child. Yeah. Struggling to walk to the back. Oh no, I will do this on my own. Then this week, comes out smiling, happy <laughs> vibe. And then you have the commentators being like, hard to believe he's smiling after the beatdown last week. I was like, he's clearly fine. <laughs> he's absolutely fine. He's absolutely fine. <laughs> it's happened last week with Riddle after the big beatdown on Smackdown. Yeah. And he comes High-fiving the fans and smiling. Huh? And Corey Graves is like, well, He's smiling through the pain. <laughs> Just have him sell the injuries. That's fine. If the commentators telling me that they're hurting, show me. <laughs> Don't
3: put him on his normal scooter. Don't put him on an injured scooter. <laughs> on an injured scooter. In- scooter with bandages, please. Bandages around the scooter. <laughs> the
2: scooter got hurt as well.
3: <laughs>
2: uh, up next was Alexa Bliss
3: versus Dewdrop. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just, just quick. And yeah, at least it was quick, I guess. it's it very quick. I feel like, what's the point? I feel like dewdrop is sort of introduced all the time as like, oh, oh, she's going to be hard to beat. Yeah. And then she's really easy to beat. Yeah, everyone beats her really <laughs> easily. Really easily. Yeah. <laughs> Especially was like two and a half minutes. Just super quick. And it's like, they tried to sort of show a bit of a story in that two and a half minutes. But... I mean, what can you do with... I mean, really, actually, I, I, it was probably too little time to really show any kind of story here. I don't really know what the point of this was. No,
2: and I think it's it highlights what Alexa Bliss's run is thus far, mm. which is, I don't really know. Yeah, Like, she's come back, got this new character, but she's not doing anything. No. She's winning. Yeah. Like, she keeps winning on TV. She's beaten Sonya Deville a couple of times, yeah. and she's beaten Nikki ASA, she's beaten Dewdrop here. Mm-hmm. I guess... That they're pushing her towards being a Money in the Bank contender. Yeah, because they they even recapped her winning it in 2018. Yes. Did, so it yeah. almost feels like okay, we're just giving her some wins here, giving her a bit of momentum leading into Money in the Bank. Yeah. But at the moment, she just sort of feels like she's just on ice.
3: Yeah. Like just sort of just spinning her wheels until that comes around. Yeah. It's very very odd. I don't know why she's still got a little doll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, there it is up there. that little doll there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I guess the therapy was like. Keep, keep the doll. Keep the doll. Keep the doll. <laughs> remember, remember, when you were sort of inhabited by some kind of sort of demon that wanted to eat the world. Yeah. Well, keep the doll at least. I'm pretty sure that standard in trauma uh, recovery is yeah. to keep hold of the thing that caused you trauma. <laughs> It'll make you feel better. Yeah. yeah. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely
2: yeah but it wasn't much of a match really like bliss avoided the vader bomb and then hit twisted bliss for the win poor yep. do drop oh yeah do drop um <sighs> but yeah bliss is spinning wheels. and like Grand, she's getting some wins leading into Money in the Bank. Usually, I would say that's a thumbs-up positive. Mm-hmm. My concern comes from the fact that it's not Money in the Bank until July 2nd. So, like, <laughs> we've got another four weeks here <laughs> before we get to
3: that. Yeah, so. yeah. Oh, and there aren't that many people left for her to just beat up or yeah. win against. It's, it's, a, oh, it's a weird one. Yeah, but I guess she might win Money in the Bank. Yeah. Uh, then we got this segment.
2: What's going on? What, is what going was on? this segment? <laughs> Sullivan, you and I got—we had the privilege of reviewing the wedding ceremony. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, wasn't a wedding ceremony. The commitment ceremony. Commitment ceremony. Yeah. You're absolutely right. My apologies to the, yeah. the wedding community. <laughs> uh, now, this was Ms. TV advertised as Ms. TV mm-hmm. with guests, the Street <laughs> Profits. Yeah. Ms. comes out. He says, Miz and Maurice is coming back next week." Fantastic. The Street prophets come out, and Miz acts like he wasn't expecting them to come out. Yes. And I'm like, they're your guests. <laughs> you, it was spoken about before they... I think you book your guests, don't you? <laughs> you don't have a team that's doing this, Yeah, they didn't inform you. The Street prophets come out, and they talk about matches that are happening at the pay-per-view they're not involved in. Yes! Very weird. Very, very, very weird. They then made fun of the Miz, and then the 24-7 division appeared. <laughs> And the 24/7 division did moves, not on the champion, just yeah. with each other. Yeah. Like our truth and Apollo Crews just did moves together. Yeah. Tiba was doing moves.
3: I was like, what am I watching? <laughs> what's, what's going on? I said, uh, this is what I've written here for, the, for this whole segment. This is the equivalent of like a th- how 13-year-olds think just being random is really funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this is. <laughs> Why is that funny? Oh, it's random. It's random, isn't it? Yeah, random. Yeah, yeah. Huh? I've
2: random. watched one episode of The Mighty Boosh. I?
3: <laughs> I could do that. <laughs> Pretty certain there's no, there's no like
2: craft gone into that. No, no. So I put a mustache on a pineapple. I'm <laughs> wacky.
3: That's exactly what all of this was.
2: Yeah, oh, we got w- two
3: title changes in this oh yeah uh, we did I
2: suppose yeah because yeah. yeah, yeah. uh, Taza- uh, Tamina first pinned Dana Brooke yep. they actually did a sequence of moves yeah. and lots of reversals and stuff I don't know why <laughs> <laughs> the street props were just standing there just, just watching
3: <laughs> where did the Miz go <laughs> they all just left how rude how rude <laughs> this all is I, I want this also to be this is something I've realised throughout this whole episode of, of Raw and in general for the last like A few years, I think, of Raw. Everyone is so rude with their interruptions. (laughs) Come on, no one let anyone finish a sentence. Just one sentence. I think the Miz got about three words into a sentence before the Street Profits came out. I know, they got his tiny little plug in for Miz and Maurice. That was it. That was about it. And then, and then suddenly, like uh, the guests that you've booked on Imagine you're watching Conan O'Brien, and then the guest just came out midway through one of his gags.
2: Yeah. You'd be furious. You'd be like, that's pretty rude. It's really rude. Uh, they, oh. they, they tried some comedy that was. I've written here. They do some comedy that is sort of funny. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so
2: oh, so much damn. more
3: backhanded than I intended it. <laughs> He really sounds, damned that with faint praise. <laughs> yeah.
2: Sounds like some of the comments we get on our skip videos. <laughs> um, oh. Yeah. Uh, and to Zawa Pintamina, uh, I've then written, What was that? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> what happened there? What is The Miz doing on Raw at the moment? Oh. He just feels like he just wanders into other people's feuds. Yeah. But he's, the strip Profits aren't in a feud at the moment. So, oh. like, this was a
3: collection of people not doing anything and they were just filling time. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. I, I was I, One of the other things I, I was writing was like, I hope this doesn't... I really hope this doesn't mean the Street Profits get in any way involved with the 24-7 title. Ooh. Thankfully, they didn't get involved with this and it just is confusing. Yeah. But I take it being confusing over them being involved in it because they, they're too good for that. Right? <laughs> They'll just stand there being like, no, nah, I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, right, I'm all right. right. I'm all right. <laughs> if I get that, I've got to do so much other crap segments. <laughs> I'd rather do... Nothing <laughs> than do this. Because <laughs> the Street Profits are great. I don't know when they're not doing something. Well, it's because all the tank
2: belts are on the, the Usos now. Yeah, it's, yeah. And, I, and like they're feuding with the broken boyfriends of uh, Randy Orton and uh, Rick Boogs. <laughs> um, up next, we got Mustafa Ali versus Champa mm-hmm. uh, with Austin Theory out for commentary. No entrance for Champa. So yep. only took you a handful of weeks to make him feel
3: unimportant. Yes, so. absolutely. It's impressive. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. What's, even, what's even better about that is that they didn't make this a number one contender match. It was only if Ali won, he would get a... Yeah. Uh, which was odd. Because he lost one of those two weeks ago. <laughs> so I don't know why he's got a second one here. Yeah, absolutely. And why not put the doubt a little bit more in people's mind as to who's going to win by making it a number one contender match? You can still have the same winner. That's fine. You can have everything else the same. Yeah. But if you do that, then you go, okay, well, champa has got a reason to fight. Otherwise, he's just just fighting so okay right i thought some
2: of this was quite good and then it all completely fell apart at the end so what happened here is that uh theory gets out of his seat Mm because he was doing commentary and he beats up mustafa ali in front of the referee causing a dq so ali wins yeah so first of all you're thinking like well he's a bit he's a bit yes Because yes. the whole point of this story is that he doesn't want to face Ali for the title. why well, he booked him against Veer, mm. because he knew that Veer would destroy Ali. Mm. He, it's why he wanted, you know, he didn't think he was going to win here, because he doesn't think that Ali is good enough to mm. face for the championship. The truth is, he's running scared yes. of Ali. So he doesn't want to have this match. So he's trying to book him into situations that Ali can't win, so he doesn't have to defend the belt against him. Mm. So you're like, well, why did he do that then? And that's because theory, he's one step ahead of us. He's playing chess while we're playing checkers. Mm-hmm. Where he said that title match is right now. Yeah. Oh, really good. Great. Love it. Really good. And he beats him really, really quickly. Yeah. Ali gets a little flurry in there, which Austin Theory sort of so I was like, "Oh no, my god, he's getting panicking." Quickly hit your your finish and get the win. But mm-hmm. all of that was really, really grand. Yeah. And I thought Ali's selling of all of this was terrific. Yeah. With the whole like desperate man trying to fight because he really wants to win this title, I thought it was really, really good. Mm. And then Adam Pearce comes out. (laughs) And Adam Pearce says, while you were having your match, you should have been checking your text messages. (laughs) (laughs) No, you shouldn't. No, you shouldn't. Not (laughs) During a match. Absolutely not. (laughs) And he said, I'm here to speak on behalf of Vince McMahon. I'm like, why isn't Vince here doing this? Why isn't Vince been on TV? He's just stopped being a character on TV, but it's still referenced as a character on TV. All the time. All the time in these segments. So he says, I'm speaking on behalf of Vince McMahon. And he wants to have a rematch this Sunday, so Ali is fit and ready. Mm. I don't know why this wasn't just an Adam Pearce decision. Yeah. I don't know why Vince McMahon had to be involved in this, particularly because he wasn't there. And yeah. also it makes no sense with the Vince McMahon-Austin Theory dynamic that they've been doing. Do. But what bugged the absolute piss out of me, mm. and this really did bring my, my piss to a boil, was that Austin Theory was like, all right, cool, Yeah! Yeah!
3: he should be furious should he should
2: be really mad like oh no the whole point is I'm trying to run away from this guy and he's like yeah, yeah cool a fair fight okay oh,
3: right. oh, yeah, okay, yeah right. okay, well,
2: yeah, well fair possible. fight
3: well fair days <laughs> <laughs> I
2: suppose I did screw him out of a yeah. match there so you know yeah. when you say it that way I guess I probably <laughs> should have a fair fight with him
3: what was this? Yeah. didn't make any sense. No. He was, uh, he was totally accepting of something that he should be furious about. You know, he, he, I, I, it didn't make any sense. And he could have had a really good heel
2: freak out. and be like, yep. no, no, I don't want to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But totally. instead, instead he's like, oh, no, cool. Yeah, I'll have a
3: match then. <laughs> don't bother me. Yeah. Probably going to win anyway. Yeah, but that's <laughs> the thing. It completely it completely undersells the match, that reaction. It m- makes it go like, okay, well, I guess Theory's just going to win yeah i guess or or, i mean it's in ali's hometown which means he probably isn't winning but (laughs) But like yeah it it could have had a lot more stakes and in the end he just was was fine with it
2: yeah i uh, this there were so many bits of this with a they were all in the right place. Yeah, they were building a really, really good Lego tower, mm. and then it turns out they forgot a really crucial bit in step one.
3: <laughs> and then when they put it down, it all fell to pieces. Yeah, absolutely. They did a really good job with making this make sense, and like making it make really good sense. And now look at it. Yeah, <laughs> and now look at it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Riddle and
2: Nakamura cut a promo. Mm-hmm. The two lads without partners currently. Uh but I actually quite like the fact that these two sort of come together. I, yeah. think nice the, the yep. nice, I think it's quite a nice little storyline against the the bloodline. Yeah. Some nice and there's quite a nice little bit of um nice bit of storytelling actually a bit of advance in the storyline particularly while Orton
3: isn't around yep and Rick Boogs is out with an injury yeah exactly and they're both got uh MMA backgrounds uh and so they make a nice little team together exactly, in that yeah. sense yeah the Ronin and
2: the Bronin yeah as, uh, as Matt Riddle called them <laughs> that's great so that was very good <laughs> um so they had a match with the Usos a championship contenders match with the Usos mm-hmm. guess what guys this were real good yeah because Matt Riddle's great Chinsuke Nakamura's great yep the Usos are great yep what happened for the finish Oh, I was going to swear (laughs) there.
3: You've already done that in the podcast outro. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, apologies, podcast outro people. (laughs) I didn't even know. Uh, Yep. They um, uh, they, they, they ruined it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, they ruined it, didn't they? (laughs) It's a really good match. Really good. Really, really, really good match. But just like... First of all, I think a championship contenders match, I don't like a match where you're facing off against the champions to earn the right to face the champions. I think that's stupid. Yeah. That's a stupid idea. Um, but to have just it's essentially kind of almost like a very similar finish to the previous match that was just on. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> having the Usos look really stupid by attacking them with a scooter. Yeah, right in front of the referee. <laughs> like you said it was similar to like and you're right yeah it was exactly the
2: same as the previous yeah. finish it's attacking them out from outside the ring with something else yep right in front of the referee
3: <laughs> now ensures they're going to have to have another have match, another match. <laughs> like this made the
2: users look like absolute morons <laughs>
3: <laughs> really stupid when,
2: i can't remember what we wanted out like, jimmy or jay whichever one it was yep. hit them with the scooter the other yep. lad was like what are you doing
3: <laughs> which to be fair is really good because it, at least it makes sense that he's like what is going on? What are you doing here? So
2: then I thought, oh, what, are we selling dissension between the Usos? Yeah. And then they just worked together to beat them up afterwards. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, oh, no, I, I think they're fine. <laughs> we worked through it. Yeah, very <laughs> yeah. briefly, he said to me, I thought it'd be funny. And I was like, yeah, fair point. <laughs> I once put a mustache on a pineapple. <laughs> I totally get it.
3: <laughs> Tazawa won the 24-7 championship.
2: <laughs> May as well. <laughs> waka waka. <laughs> And then after all of this, because you're like, well, I guess they don't want to beat up the champions and have them left laying. What yeah. happened at the end? Matt Riddle hits an RKO and yeah. lays them both out, and they stand tall. And like, why do you just
3: have them win then? <laughs> it
2: doesn't make any sense. You're gonna have, you're gonna go to the trouble of them having a second match between these four men? Just have them win this yeah. one.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Like, because because they're not going to win the titles i don't think it doesn't make any sense it, you know, keep the titles on the usos that's great um and uh you know riddle and nakamura aren't really you know you want rk bro to come back and that's yeah, going to exactly, happen relatively yeah. soon so um they're, they're not going to win the title so it's fine if they, they pick up a, a a really sneaky win that, yeah you know they they've managed to sort of not cheat but you know um uh, you know, sort of uh, you know, roll them up sneakily or whatever. Yeah. Right? I, I, I'm just, yeah, I was really, really disappointed
2: with this because I was enjoying the match. And I think that's a testament to how good these lads are. Mm. Because, as I said in my edited review, this is the, I have watched Matt Riddle wrestle the Usos 10 times yes. since March 28th. That was nine weeks ago. <laughs> oh I watched them wrestle 10 matches in nine weeks. <laughs> I'm very much ready to not watch Matt Riddle wrestle yep. one of the Usos, <laughs> or either of them, or both of them together. Perhaps
3: oh that's a lot.
2: And yet, I watched this match, I'm like, still dead good though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's really, really good. They're really, really great wrestlers. Good doing but Great work. Rivens. I do not need to see them have another match <laughs> together. And I'm going to. Yes, 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 you are. Yes, you are. Which brings us to, and I wish that was the closing of the show. Actually, I wish the Cody thing was the main event mm. of the show. Because then we got the final hour of this show, oh, which man. was Rhea Ripley versus Liv Morgan, mm-hmm. and bloody hell, they were. I've okay. I didn't have this in my edited review because people are a bit sensitive to this. I understand why. So I, uh, but I'm going to say it here because I think some people will at least find it funny. I've written here: Rhea Ripley versus Liv Morgan. They have to stand in the ring for ages while Raw announces its latest signing, the U.S. Army. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh, what a signing!
2: Then. Yeah, oh, oh, oh what <laughs> signing! I mean, the crowd were really into it. They were chanting USA. Yeah, <laughs> they were really into it. And actually, I think the cr- the video pack is distracted from the start of the match because this very patriotic crowd. Was chanting USA? Yeah, very much into it. Yeah. Um, and I, th- I, yeah, this was a perfectly fine match. Yep. AJ and Priest came down. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. What happened? Oh, Liv won. Yep, Liv won. Liv won. Uh, everyone beat each other up afterwards the yep. baby faces stood tall and they all did a two sweet in the middle of the ring mm-hmm. nice little solid build for the six man
3: absolutely now that they've got this weekend yep i'd imagine that you know it probably will be you know because edge wasn't there so you know, i imagine it's going to be different when the six man happens exactly, yeah
2: it's who's got the numbers advantage yeah. which has been a whole judgment days thing until these lads all got together and stuff so no, i think that was that was okay yeah. 10 minute match yeah and then the main event segment of this was a mask versus Bobby Lashley in a contract signing. Mm. And I, I've written here, this has the least amount of heat on anything on Raw. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Absolutely.
2: This crowd, no matter where they go in the country, mm-hmm. do not care no. about Amos versus Bobby Lashley. Mm-hmm. And no. we have been watching this for a long time yes, now. Very long time. Since the middle of March, these two have been feuding. <laughs> yes. That's a while ago.
3: And at no point has it really mattered. Oh, no, it's not been good. <laughs> and we're about to watch them have their fourth match. <laughs> I- good luck with the reaction, Sullivan. <laughs> I enjoy that it's going to be a handicap match. That'll yep. be different. Yeah. It's different. Cedric came down to
2: take all the bumps again, because yep. like, that's what he's there to do. Very fun. They put a, uh, a moss through a table. Mm-hmm. But that was the whole last hour. Was that 10-minute match?
3: Yeah. And that final segment that was probably, I don't know, 10 minutes at most? It wasn't long at all. Yeah. So was, I was like, oh, they're gonna have another segment at the end here. I suppose they're gonna have to. There are there is ten minutes left of this show. But what's been going on for it's been filling and filling and filling. It's Twenty minutes of T V time yes. of sixty.
2: Yes. So much of this was just like, here's what happened earlier in Raw. In yes. case you missed it, here's what happened. This final hour is going to do a dreadful number. Yeah, surely. I was so, so shocked by this. Yeah, I mean, who's, who's keeping this
3: on? <laughs> yeah, right?
2: Yeah. Like, if you are watching this at home, if yeah. you watch this live, yeah. and you get into the, you've watched your fifth video package, Yeah, are you not like, ah, okay, well, yeah. I think I've probably seen all I need to see from
3: this episode <laughs> because all that's left is Bobby Lashley in the moss and no one cares about that. Yeah, absolutely. A contract signing that really doesn't matter. Yeah. And actually, the, the signing of it was relatively normal. And then, oh, no, they've gotten to an argument.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, but no, we will also. We're so angry. We're going to clear all this furniture that might be dangerous. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I mean, it, <laughs> we're going to match this Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to clear away this table so we can bring in a new table. breakable one. <laughs> stupid it,
2: yeah uh, i thought this final hour was dreadful yeah and i um i, I scored this in the review three out of five because mm-hmm. i thought you know it's perfectly fine yeah. the wrong. you know it's the go-home show i think actually that might have been generous i think i probably should have gone for two out of five particularly because that third hour
3: yeah even when you're skipping through it it's just like poof, all right okay what else is next yes i think i think if you're skipping through it I think it is a three out of five because you're like, okay, it's just these very short segments and a bunch of recap stuff that you can skip through very easily. If you're watching it live, that's a two out of five show. Yeah. Um, And that's all down to that third hour up until then. I was enjoying it, Pepperdine. I was alright, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I thought the the
2: the Usos match was really good apart from yeah. the finish. I thought the Ali stuff was really good apart from the finish. Yeah. I thought the Cody segment was great. I thought the Asuka stuff was great. Yeah. Apart from her getting pinned of course. But yeah. like I thought the promo work between them all of them was really good. Yeah. Some really, really good stuff with this. Solid build for Hell in a Cell. Yeah. So this final hour was dog ass. <laughs> it was ugly. <laughs>
3: it really was. It really was.
2: Well, uh, let's see what you all thought uh, with the rest of your Ultra Chats. Mm. We do also have the result of our poll. Oh, great. So, who is winning this Sunday, Cody versus Seth? Poor old Seth Rollins, twenty-one percent of the vote. <laughs> oh, oh boy! No. Oh, Seth. Oh, I don't think he's winning. <laughs> old, old Colby Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> we were sort of about wrestlers' real names mm. earlier, weren't we? And sort yes. of like wrestlers who've got their first names and you hear their real names. You hear them be like, "Really? That's what? your that's your real name? Yeah. Like they sound like real names." No, Colby Lopez is one of the. Who, I don't know i have never seen or heard of a person called colby in
3: my life no absolutely not that's the name of a steam train <laughs> the colby express yeah, absolutely that's exactly what it is Developed by simon colby <laughs> yeah. apologies
2: to anyone who's watching this called colby i've never met you no so, uh, I, I do apologize for and you i this. never will because <laughs> you're not real <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like I, I was talking about, like Billy Gunn's real name is Monty Sop. Yep. <laughs> I was a kid. I thought Billy Gunn
3: was really cool. Yeah. His surname's
2: Sop. <laughs> it's, it's <her> name's Sop.
3: <laughs> and Terry Brunk for Sabu is my favourite. <laughs> Terry Brunk. It what's brilliant about it is that it sounds it's like Sabu. It, sounds, it sounds like they've gone like, what What's your name? Oh, my name's Terry Brunk. No, it isn't. You've you're a fan of Terry Funk, and you're you've just made up that name. No, my name is really Terry Brunk. No, it isn't. It's Sabu. We're gonna call you Sabu. All right, fine. NPC and CBW. <laughs> Terry Brunk. <laughs> so stupid <laughs>
2: oh dear oh. Uh, anyway uh, Deadlock Exc says anyone else noticed that the anarchy in the arena match somehow le- had less camera cuts than any forgiven five minutes of raw or smackdown Tang- yeah I mean people were ragging on anarchy in the arena but it was easier to follow than some of the action on raw
3: oh absolutely
2: oh, uh, yes. Riot DR, there are three things that WWE do that cause me to audibly groan. Championship contenders match is number one most annoying phrase in wrestling on the scale of, ugh, the mm. other two are is
3: everyone saying Seth freaking Rollins and Amos and Lashley's feud. Yes, I, I agree with all of them. Oh, yeah. Really hating being called Seth freaking Rollins. Yeah, I am. Um, oh, I don't know why you would bother changing that. Yeah. No, It's fine. It's very
2: odd. It is, it is and like I mean I will correct you there right dear. It's the Nigerian Giant Amos and yes. Bobby. L- and the Almighty Bobby Lashley's. Yes. Yes. Uh thank you to CJ Lily for your donations. Um Legit Underboss said, "Yes, it was both of No, PD Williams was out there? Was he? Oh my goodness. No way. PD Williams. <laughs> the creator of the Canadian Destroyer.
3: Oh my goodness.
2: Oh. What, royalty? Yeah. Love Pete Williams. Uh, Tails P. said, Seth has to stop returning... Sorry, Seth has to stop this returning fan favourite from taking over. Sounds familiar. At least this rivalry should be high enough level to blow off at the pay-per-view. Alexa works great with giants like Drop. Keep it up. Did everyone forget Nikki won the last money in the bank? Yes, I did, actually.
3: Yes. Yes, I also forgot that. Yeah. <laughs> she was women's champion last year. Yeah, and... Now she's
2: just a friend of Dewdrop also I did love all those IGM references in there so yes. I thoroughly enjoy that you're right Alexa Bliss does work great with giants <laughs> problem is like okay so I had Alexa Bliss I've, I've still got Alexa Bliss as my champion on Raw much to mm. my chagrin That he yelled Mia Yim just yep. win the belt already <laughs> I interfered on your behalf and still <laughs> lost, you still lost your big div <laughs> handpicked champion <laughs> someone said in the comments like and they're completely right I was like why don't you just put the belt on China because she's way more popular than Mia Yim and, and I, I was like you're right but I've got it in my head that Mia Yim is my hand-picked champions i'm running with this thing, despite the fact everything is working against me to do this i'm like no she's my hand-picked champion which keeps bloody losing
3: <laughs> She's rubbish
2: <laughs> just do china just do. I like yeah and no, so i was like why don't you get like you know someone else to feud with alexa bliss it's like there aren't enough female giants in the <laughs> roster for the cruiserweights to work with no um, but yes, you are right. I should have done that. Uh, Charles Berg said, I could definitely see some
3: Hans Lander in Jurgen Flop. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I Yeah, actually, uh, we go into this in the CBW podcast, the influences for Jurgen. So if you want to find out about that, I recommend getting a Patreon.
2: Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. WrestleTalk.com forward slash, no, patreon.com forward slash wrestle Yes. And you can hear yourself. Uh, Tom, head of creative, and yeah. Adam Blompier break down the second episode of um, CBW. Yeah, and go through the, this new character. There's one of those influences that you said. I was like, oh, that is what it is. Yes. Oh, it was amazing. Oh, thank you. Really, really thank good. You. And thank you for all the kind words that you said about uh, me and Ollie as well. Oh, I love the precious metals. <laughs> you guys are great. <laughs> thank you. Um, I'm, a bit, I'm actually quite self-conscious about the the, the second series. Mm. There's I've got, I mean, I, I think I'm going to be on the next episode of the Backstage podcast, the um, yeah. Yeah, the, the, the third episode that will go up on Saturday. I've got something I'm going to get off my chest because I don't know if this is my best series. Mm. And there's a lot of things like, I've had my time again. I'd actually much prefer to have done it this way. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Well, I look forward to listening to that. Yeah. I've got, I've got some things to say. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Chris, uh, sorry, Charles uh, also says For me, the scariest characters are always human, like Lander or John Lithgow and Dexter love john lithgow and mm. dex was amazing also cbw season one inadvertently introduced me to dimension 20 and critical role so a big thank you from me mm. you're very, very welcome serious. uh pina mullins said on a total tangent my wife has been going through a rough time lately she's a posh fancy and kind lady she loves you sullivan i don't know wow. why oh, lovely but seriously your antics over the various channels have given her so much joy which gives me joy thank you sir oh that makes me very happy to hear oh (laughs) that's great uh kevin as a cbw fan i love the are you booing childbirth line in the review (laughs) might consider turning silver silver bro heel (laughs) (gasps) i could silver bro be a heel um yeah i mean what if what if but what
4: if but what if
2: uh, Ten Raza said couldn't give two Fs about anything on WWE uh, laughed when I saw the LED screen truck drive around in Vegas advertising money in the bank with Cody's big face <laughs> the nerve <laughs> 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 uh lads, do yourself a favor and watch all of the best of the Super Juniors action this weekend. Sad Liverpool lost you uh the the Champions League. Mm. So I mean I said this to Randy in the office. Yep. I'm not really a follower of club football. Mm-hmm. International football, I think, is is terrific. Yeah. But I've stopped watching club football. Mm-hmm. However, it's never not funny to see Liverpool lose.
3: Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. It's one of the funniest things in the world. Oh, it's very funny. It's, a, it's actually hilarious it's hilariously outrageously funny
2: yeah because i think liverpool fans you know oh it's our year this one oh man this yeah. one's our year yeah and it, and it sometimes isn't
3: <laughs> <laughs> and also you must be happy because you're a, you're a blue are you I'm, you're I'm a blue, yeah. we're, we're the blue the pride of merseyside absolutely yeah yeah and uh stayed up stayed up managed to stay up absolutely yeah.
2: brilliant so that's like 100 and how many years is it now in top flight football oh unbelievable it's well what? over 100 at this yeah point. yeah because it's um, 1800s. Everton was set up exactly yeah. Yeah, yeah been very sad if they had uh, they had relegated
3: I genuinely was really worried about it and very 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 happy when they got uh, promoted we were getting promoted just stayed up
2: yeah it's yeah. one of the, Like, I, cause I don't follow club football now mm. but it was one of the things I was kind of keeping an eye on it to be like I hope we don't go down <laughs> like, I, I, it doesn't matter I couldn't name you five Everton players but yeah. like or who our manager is or anything like that but I'm like I hope we don't go down though. <laughs> oh it's Frank isn't it it's Chelsea legend Frank Lampard of course I yeah. should have known yeah Yes. Um, have I said that? Always funny when Liverpool lose things. Absolutely. Liverpool fans get so mad about it. Oh,
3: God, they feel like they're entitled to the world. Oh, it gets such a little hissy fit on and yeah. it. It's really... <laughs> No, it's not fair. Oh, it's not fair. No. We should have won that one. Oh, it's not fair, no.
2: Actually, really, it's just like we should have won that one because <laughs> yeah, they're all from Surrey. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, we should have won that one. I really. Uh, re- uh, really, when you look at it, uh, I-, I think we
3: actually put on a really good performance this year. We did really, really well. Right? <laughs> I'm, I'm just absolutely furious, absolutely furious. You know, the referee was very, very biased against us. All right, Liverpool fans. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> St- Stevie G falling over. <laughs> I could watch that every day. Oh, I
2: could do. I really could do. Oh, I might watch it in a minute. <laughs> anyway, Danny G said, uh, quick one, not about the graps." while Sully uh, Sullivan is on. I'm not really a board gamer, but I enjoy No Rolls Bard. I've never watched Blood on the Clock Tower as the length is a bit intimidating. Tell mm. of your sex tape. <laughs> Gave the live one a go, and now I'm hooked. Great game, great series. Sock Puppet Sullivan is
3: obviously my favorite. Oh, thank you. <laughs> He's got to appear a few times more, maybe. Maybe mm. if uh, if we do more live shows. Oh, I could give it the next live one. Yeah. Oh, dear. Oh, man.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, well, I'm glad you're enjoying Blood and the
2: Clots out. We mm. really enjoy making them. Yes. Uh, Ten Ruzza said, Hell in the Cell is such a nothing show. Are we going to go through a quiet period for WWE until Royal Rumble now? No, SummerSlam's coming up. Yep. They'll do, and it's both in July, like that, Money in the Bank. So I Mm -hmm. think we'll have a good lead up into Money in the Bank because they'll want to push that. And then we'll have a good four weeks going into SummerSlam. Yep. And that'll probably cool off a little bit until we get to Crown Jewel in November.
3: Yeah. And maybe Clash of the Castle might be really good as well, actually. Mm. I, I'd be really interested to see what they do with that.
2: Particularly because it should
3: be Drew and Roman. Yes. So, like, there should be some some very good stuff in there. Yeah. Maybe not
2: on Raw, but certainly on SmackDown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, Matt Carney said, a few reviews ago, Luke said, with no regard for good taste and courtesy, the word Crivens, live on air. Is this the kind of gutter language you so-called civilised people at or feel is okay to expose your audience to? I am frankly shocked.
3: (laughs) Yeah, you've got to calm down.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So it's, I'm trying to get into this thing now. I'm I think a few people have pointed this out, like, I'm trying to stop saying, like, uh, oh my god. Yeah. Because I'm not a religious man. So mm. I feel like it's, actually, like it's probably a bit insulting for me to to do that sort of thing. Yeah. So I'm trying to say that, was like, ah, Jesus Christ. Like, I'm trying to stop myself uh, using the Lord's name in vain because mm. I'm not a religious man. Mm. So I am trying to find new ways of saying it, which is why I keep saying Christmas Day, because it's just, like, that's my new replacement thing. Also, have got a child around the house, shouldn't swear in front of the child. Yeah, absolutely. Soaks things up like a sponge. Yeah. um, And is often wet as one as well, because she wheezes all the time. <laughs> and so, like, <laughs> My <laughs> all drops and they go like ah f and they go oh sorry fudge so it's too late now
3: <laughs> it's not gonna help oh dear
2: um 10 reza said uh last one from me lads mighty boosh is incredible love me some null fielding Quizzlemania is gonna be really weird this week mixing Fabe into the real world of kayfabe after this Mania, please get wale and sam roberts on again <laughs> and sullivan and damo rj city too it feels like you booked the next few lineups for quizalmania yeah absolutely yeah so Quizzlemania this wednesday it's cbw takes over Mania. Mm-hmm. so it's golden joe and silver bro yep. not as a tag team but you're gonna be on there as you're gonna flop yeah laurie blake is gonna be back on. hasn't been on Mania since Mania 2 wow this is Mania 48 <laughs> that's amazing and the reason why Laurie hasn't been back since 2 is because he was hounded off by people because he didn't take it seriously enough, <laughs> and he did it from his toilet. <laughs> <laughs> and people got really mad at him for not taking it seriously. Yeah. So it's like, well, I'm not doing him anymore. Yeah. Um, so he's making his big return as Tony the Milkman. Mm. But I don't think
3: we'll be doing it in character. I think that would be no. a bit much. Well, I, somebody's asked that I do it all in German. I saw a German dad ask you to do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, can't, I can't speak very
2: I good mean, German. I <laughs> mean i actually applaud you when i rewatched um series two when we were doing the funeral mm-hmm. thing which is one of my favorite things that's oh, ever happened yeah, on the show yeah. it's so funny re-watching it we're all like whispering and stuff because trying to be respectful yeah and you were giggling because i can't remember why you were giggling oh it's because um tom said uh mall bearers yes <laughs> and you're there going like Shh. and i went sullivan please be respectful this is a funeral and you went i shoot my i In German, I was like, "Oh my god, he stayed in character."
0: (laughs) Oh yeah,
3: you know, I got uh, I got a message uh, from somebody who I think is from Germany or Austria who messaged. um, I I did an Austrian character called Heimlich Manoeuvre on Instagram for a bit, (laughs) and I haven't looked at that Instagram for a very long time. They messaged me today on my uh, personal Instagram account saying. Uh, in German, but luckily I can speak enough German to sort of understand mm. that. Hello, are you the twin of, of Heimlich? <laughs> I've seen him doing his manoeuvres, and they're very good. I think he's fully aware that we are the same person, but uh, it's very good. And I was very impressed that I could actually understand like this whole, yeah. it was a whole paragraph of text. You could have done a whole uh, Ezekiel Elias thing with him. <laughs> Nein. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, Tales B said how do we have a Memorial Day episode of Raw and this be the time that WWE decides let's not have Lacey Evans show up oh yeah we didn't talk about this Mm. Lacey Evans was advertised last week for a match yeah and she
3: didn't have one and yeah and she's a veteran isn't she yeah what's going on Why didn't that happen?
2: There'll be some report from 5 Select this week. Um, Nate S, between listening to your review of Raw and watching the MyGM series, WW2K22 has to be the most true-to-life video game ever. Sounds like someone panic-booked this show before the time ran out and they forgot their notes for the main event. P.S. The Jenga video was so much fun.
3: Oh, I'm glad you like the Jenga video.
2: You lads with the boxing gloves. (laughs) I turned to my wife and said, well, this will be over quickly.
3: (laughs) what happened I don't know we just we got into a zen mode and we were uh, um, and then we went mad <laughs> then we started singing Feed the Birds
2: that was incredible um, yeah no you're right there's like I, so there's some people talking about my GM it's like I don't know why like they're so bad at this game mm. it's like, because we give ourselves no time to get good at it because we have seven minutes to book a show we're about, if we ever do a second series we're going to reduce our time and only give ourselves five minutes to do the show which would be great because you spend that first minute just doing emails <laughs> I love uh, My GM. It's a great series. Really, Thank you very really, much. really fun. I really enjoy doing it. Yeah. Uh, Damien Drake, I turned on Raw at the top of the third hour to see what was going on. Oh, Damien.
4: Oh, no. <laughs> no, no,
2: no, you've done it all wrong. <laughs> uh, I saw Riddle make his entrance for the tag match and the graphics for the contract signing event, and I thought, nah, I'm good. I'll just watch <laughs> Ted Lasso instead. <laughs> Very good choice. Good choice there. Uh, and lastly, Gabriel Reyes says, just dropping in to say that I'm so excited for CBW Invade Mania. Also, so excited for Board Game Club today. I have two copies of Infection at Outpost 31 and will be excited to see others play this
3: as well. Yeah, I think this is uh, one of my favorite board game clubs uh, that we've ever recorded. It's very stressful.
2: I very will. Stressful. I'm really excited to watch it. Mm-hmm. I know nothing of it as well. Mm-hmm. Like, I haven't seen any of the, the the cuts that we've done for this, even though, like, you know, I could easily watch them, but I, yes. I, I haven't. Um, So I'm going to be watching it with my, my wife tonight or over the next few days. Mm. But I will be watching it with a bit of tear in my eye. I was supposed to be on that episode. <sighs> what happened Well It was the episode where, like it was because i was going to do the live clock yeah. tower um run as well of which i couldn't do then because i was like on holiday and then i was doing all the stuff with my kids mm. um sleeps and stuff like trying to get her better so i had to give up my board game club spot oh. and it was that episode i think it was that episode and um mafia de cuba mafia de cuba yeah that's what i was gonna do
3: i hope i hope you go to your daughter <laughs> and say you don't know what you've done <laughs> i'll show it to her in like 10 years yeah, time and be yeah. like i could
2: have been on that <laughs> that should have been me i don't know who my replacement was either in the episode i don't know I who don't know. adam drafted in at the end i'm not clear but i could have pointed at that person like that should have been me that says laurie because <laughs> i think as well like i was also going to be on the betrayal episode as ah. well which i love love because i love playing betrayal yes uh at legacy oh sorry at house on the hill i haven't mm. uh, played the
3: new edition of it yet mm. well I- i'll say the i think the haunts are more fun the uh components are very cheaply put together a <laughs> <laughs> bit like the original one then there's
2: <laughs> little plastic tabs that go around it's like these don't work yep <laughs> yep, yep yep these are rubbish <laughs> oh
3: look this is ripping I <laughs> <That> shouldn't rip <laughs> this early into buying it eh? <laughs> Lovely. okay right are you ready so oh, I can't wait so this is incredible
2: this is uh, so you're about it's about the midway point of the movie uh, so the, the plot of the film can I make this in. Oh no, no. no that's, that's, surprise just, it goes. that's just the terrible quality. Um So the plot of the movie is two cops and two criminals. Great. So two cops arrest two criminals, then a zombie apocalypse breaks out, so they take refuge in a school. I love it. And the title works with the with the plot. Exactly. Title first, plot second. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, and so at this point here uh one of our coppers and one of the criminals have gone to find weapons and stuff and then re- take them back to sort of the safe space that they've created. Yeah. I yes, I did split off my two female characters and my two male characters, and the two female characters sit around and just chat. <laughs> <laughs> Twas the style of the time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We just didn't know that women could be stars of movies. <laughs> <laughs> so we didn't want to date that risk. I didn't want to take <laughs> the risk on it. I was trying to get this into festivals. So it would have laughed me out of the place <laughs> if I'd <laughs> tried to do that. A woman with character. But why are they chatting?
0: Why aren't they Why chatting? They're chatting and
2: swearing at each other. <laughs> <laughs> that lady hasn't called another one a whore yet. This is not a film. <laughs> that line does get used at one point. Oh, amazing! So, uh,
3: should end this yeah. way. Oh, bollocks! Oh no! Look at
2: this. There's loads of zombies there. It wasn't It's
3: okay, does Oh, he's
2: very,
3: he's very confident. Yeah. Oh. Oh yes. <laughs> bash. bark <bash>. Big bash. <laughs> <laughs> these are these aliens. Not aliens. Zombies. Are having the worst time. <laughs>
2: Wait for it, wait for it.
3: <laughs> now that's very good. That yeah. is very, very, very good. It does make me question how this zombie apocalypse happened. <laughs> <laughs> if, They're so easily dispatched. If, if one man with two bats is enough to kill <laughs> eight zombies. So, yeah that
2: oh. was the the big action sequence I
3: you know what I loved it
2: those who then have a fight <laughs> spoilers <laughs> <laughs> so
3: yeah
2: um maybe we'll maybe we'll all watch it together at I some point that'd
3: be, that'd be really good
2: yeah Anyway, we've got to, we're going to get out of here because we've got a, a show to do. Thank you so much, Sullivan, for being on this podcast, thank as you. always. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. You're on the podcast again tomorrow because you and Adam will be doing Hell in a Cell predictions. Yes, we will. Yeah. Which, uh, good luck with that. Thank you. Uh, as you go for the Gen That Championship again.
3: Because <laughs> <laughs> why not?
2: What's well, why not? Exactly. <laughs> it's what we said in the office. Yep. Yeah. Uh, oh, let's just say Sullivan. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening. Take care. I love you. Goodbye.
4: Bye, bye. Have you ever
0: Have catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better?